0: Hey, welcome to the Humoto Show. I'm Lance, and I'm Bulk with Jokes.
1: I'm Johnny, founder of TheVentureOut.com. The best way to start the morning is to go
0: sign up right now.
2: And I'm Bo. I'm exciting.
0: You sure are, buddy. <laughs> you are, buddy. Damn right.
2: <laughs> uh, sorry, darn, darn, darn right. Yep. All right. I saw a guy wearing a T-shirt that said "Darn," and I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because the Kendrick Lamar album was "Damn," and it was in the same font. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and it said "Darn." <laughs> nice,
0: like it. It's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, like that. It's like a N- Ned Flanders presents Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> neighbor Rooney. All right, uh, <clears throat> the Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. The purpose of the Junto was to debate questions of politics, morals, and natural philosophy. Our show's not quite that stuffy, but here and there, we stumble upon something profound between the geeky jokes.
1: Hey guys, just want to give you a little information about something called patreon.com slash junto show. So this is where you can go, you know, contribute a buck or two and uh, allow us to do what we love to do, which is make this podcast right here for your ears. And the link will be in the show
0: notes. Ah, yes. The link. Please, please, please check it out. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get things uh, started here with our first segment: Hot Take News. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. Bill Gates pledges four hundred and sixty million dollars to help schools. Now, um, not enough.
2: <laughs> Come on, Bill.
0: Well, okay, so step I, it up. I have an ongoing discussion, I think, with uh, this audience and, and one of my friends in particular about uh, that. This, these types of things. This, uh, this. I don't want to call it ch- this philanthropy. Is is actually um, robber baronism being disguised as you as a what's the word what's the, for good stuff like a when it, when all society not when all society is perfect or whatever what's it called Ut- uh, utopia U- yeah as, as utopia whatever so it's like okay yes Bill Gates is super duper rich or whatever and him having four hundred and sixty million dollars of his I don't know ninety million dollars that he chooses to give to schools is a good thing. But at the same time, in a democracy, if that money had been taken from him, you know, through taxes or at, at, at an appropriate taxation rate, then the way it is spent would be decided by us, the people, through our representatives, as opposed to what? At, Are you poo pooing the fact that he's contributing? I, I'm not poo pooing it, but like the schools need four hundred and sixty million dollars because of the lack in tax base, which we talked about on a, on. A previous show where uh, there's not enough taxes going into the system, and that the teachers are getting low pay, in well, are so, cutting system, they can't. H- so it the assumption banned.
1: you're making that somehow he is circumventing the taxes or not paying his due share compared to other people. He's, he's basically self taxing
0: himself. Yeah, basically more than yeah, yeah. He, but, he uh, but, he's pay, I'm sure he's paying whatever he is legally required to pay. There you go, true statement. Now true that statement. said, uh, their taxation say in the 70s uh, on. Uh, incomes over a million dollars was yeah. at a much higher rate than what it is now well how about this let's say and the schools n- didn't have quite the underfunding that they do now
1: yeah well let's let's separate the two things because i don't want to poo-poo bill gates fantastic charity yeah. contributions I'm not from him the I'm broken p- system that I'm, we may have in our tax
0: i'm poo-pooing a system yes that relies is. on the the charity of the super mega rich in order okay. to function at the most basic level All right. All that's right. what i'm pooing. Yeah. okay
2: Good job, Bill Gates. <laughs> Bad job. People running the government.
0: No, well, uh, well, so
2: I, I would think, okay, you, let's say you have a, a billion dollars. Lance okay, has I, a billion dollars. I love the way that sounds. Right. Um, you check my and, days. you know, the tax collector comes up to you and he's like, here, uh, I want to take uh, 30% of your money and I'm going to give some to Donald Trump.
0: Uh, okay.
2: Yeah, would how, you, be like, or Or uh, the tax collector comes and... And, and doesn't get the money, right? But you take the money that was going to go to Donald Trump and you give it to the schools.
0: So in that individual particular case, you know, I think that I would rather choose, um, I, I will give it to the schools and that's a better better use of that money. Okay. But it, it doesn't scale is the thing, right? So get, letting each individual billionaire choose where to, uh, I'm just going to sound real crazy. Letting each individual billionaire <laughs> choose where they, they give their money or whatever, at the sa- and while at the same time not having enough money to, to to fix the bridges, to fix the roads, uh, the children are starving. The the schools are only going to, to school for, you know four days a week as opposed to five. And also, well, that's and that's, a, also, that's Oklahoma. That's well, well, it <laughs> you say that's Oklahoma? Is that it? Oklahoma? All right. I, I forgot it was so long ago. Okay. But the the number of of teachers that are protesting or doing walkouts yeah. because they're getting so little pay yeah. is like. You know, it's, so, not, it's again, not the individual
1: state. Totally agree with what you're saying, but let's divorce the two topics again. Is,
0: they're totally related, though. No, they're not. How are they? How are they separate? How? How is the, the fact that there's
1: one topic is a broken government system that's not taxation, uh, taxing us correctly or taxing all of us fairly enough to in order to feed of uh, our society. So that's the issue, right? the The second, the second and totally separate topic is it's not totally separate. Totally separate topic is a person who is altruistically giving money into into worthy causes. Fantastic. They have the money. They're giving it back. Why Fantastic. do they have the money? It's not their fault though. It is. No, it's not their fault. A lot of these
0: people are actively uh wait, d- wait, wait. donating the oh, cost. Oh,
1: no way. Because right now sitting in this room, the three of us are making way more than the medium income. So we should be saying but we're, but, You know what? We need to give more money to the IRS. So let me write my check. I don't I'm not giving
0: enough money no, to the tax system. That's propaganda. It, also, we're not what? we're we're not political donors on that level. The like the Oh,
1: what's the level though? One million. If you make more than one million dollars a year,
0: then you obligated to pay more money. Well, I'm
1: saying pretty comfortably right now. I should probably be
0: paying more taxes. Okay, I, I'm fine with it. I I know how much you make. i could I'm pay fine with taxes. paying more. <laughs> I, could, I could pay less taxes. I think I think everybody yeah. thinks individually about how much better you personally would do with an extra five or ten grand in your pocket, as opposed to how much society would benefit from having more resources available to fund yeah. things like roads. Like well, I think one like these bridges. They did that study a while back. that said that we need a trillion dollars in infrastructure.
1: Totally true. All true. Education system broken, needs more money. Infrastructure broken, needs more money. I totally agree on all that, and I think taxation should be increased in order to fund those things. All right. That's what I'm saying. But but what I'm trying to divorce the topic is, let's not penalize uh, philanthropists, I can't say that word, who are actually contributing off of their own free will to do those things. Well, yes and We should be applauding them and saying, hey, thank you, Bill Gates, for doing that. Other billionaires,
0: please follow suit. So- you know, you're thing, not
1: obligated to, but please do.
0: The difference is is that there are a large segment of the billionaire class that actively spend money to get policies in place that keep their tax bill low. Oh, yeah. And yeah. also keep the government in general yeah. Lob- underfunded. Lobbyists. On,
1: yeah, horrible. Not even lobbyists. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. the, well, they're funding lobbyists probably and whatnot. So, yeah. No, I totally agree. So, those folks should be like, hey, shame on you. Pay more your taxes. Stop trying to skirt the system or
0: and, and fix and, the system. And, and let me add, I think there's a general yeah. view in, in America that lower taxes are better. Like, right. period, full yeah. stop. Yeah. And I think at best you should qualify that yeah. because uh, if you have such a low tax base that you can't fund the minimal yeah. pr- things that the government does, then that's not good either. I agree with you on that one yeah. too. Let's just divorce and applaud Bill Gates for what he's doing. Yeah, Bill Gates is fine. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, there's an argument that he's not that good, but I, yeah, it's, yeah. it's too nuanced, and I'm not super well versed. in But there are Bill Gates haters out there. Yeah, yeah. But it, it seems really weird that he's big on charter schools. I don't like that. Come on, man! In on uh, positive news. No, that's not even that. The last <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Science says that people decide these nine things within seconds of meeting you. Oh man! So what do you what do you guys think? Give me uh, give me some guesses here. Attractiveness. Okay. Johnny says attractiveness. Bo, what do you say? Uh,
2: What's your favorite food?
0: <laughs> okay, Bo, take a look at me. Can you decide what my favorite food is? Mm. Oh, no. Don't, don't ask <laughs> that, Bo. It's a trap. It's uh, a pizza. Trap. Pizza. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Every so often uh, when I'm at a restaurant or whatever, you know, they'll be like, uh, we have the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> night, and I'm like. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> 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 okay. So it says that the nine things that people decide within seconds of meeting you are. Uh, one, if you're trustworthy. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. Think you can f- tell that? No. Mm, I can't. I feel like I get a vibe for it, but I wouldn't trust it too much. Okay. Number two, you if, trust your own charts on trustworthiness? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Because and then two, I think I've got like a. I think I think I've I've gone the, so far around the circle that I'm back around the other end. So I think I'm a, I'm t- I don't trust anybody. <laughs> and some people are okay, like a i on my way back from uh, from visiting family. There was um I stopped to help somebody with a flat tire, and I was like, I think in general you probably shouldn't. I don't know, like uh, not everybody that stops to help you is going to be like have your best intentions at heart. There's mm-hmm. every so often you find a murderer, or, like a rapist mm-hmm. or whatever. But I'm like, this person needed help, and I was like, oh man. And then so they came up to me and asked me for help changing their tire, so I helped them. Now I was I saw like a, an old couple who um was on the side of the road who was doing something with their car and I passed them before I noticed it for real but I was like I would like to be in a world where I young black man could like pull over to the side of the road and like and then walk up and like hey you need some help and and feel totally comfortable with that but I'm like I feel like if I rolled up on a, like an old white couple or whatever that it, it, like the small chance that I might not be received super super welcome like and I'm just like hey, you know and, I, mean, and, I don't, and I don't bother with it it might depend where you're at too if you're in the northeast or I was in Georgia <laughs> so yeah. I'm just like and that bugs me that that's a thing that goes through my mind but you know, I don't know how we got on that topic. Anyway, uh okay, so it's if your high status is a the thing they can tell by looking at you. Yeah, okay, that makes sense, yeah. And said a, a Dutch study found that people wearing name brand clothes like Lacoste or Tommy Hilfiger, Tommy Hilfiger, uh to be precise, were seen as higher status than folks wearing non-designer clothes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny too because I think uh I think like the the, 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 <laughs> the new style is like your clothes that have big holes in them even though the, like the Kanye West shirt is like $90 but it's full well, of holes. Well, oh god. My- shirts have holes in them hmm? they what have, so have know, <laughs> four <laughs> holes <laughs> wait four? Four? One, two, two arms three. and neck yeah it just already checks out <laughs> <laughs> wait what about your pants
2: <laughs> yeah four still four is it still four
0: <laughs> four guys leg uh-huh. leg uh torso
2: i consider that one hole that you
0: shorten <laughs> <laughs> i guess it's a it's a it's a three hole four hole scenario yeah <laughs> hey there so. okay another thing they can tell is if you're straight or gay Okay. I wonder what the average gaydar is. It says uh, people can read a man's sexual orientation in a twentieth of a second, the minimum amount of time it takes to consciously recognize a face. The rapid and accurate perception of male sexual orientation may be just another symptom of a fast and efficient cognitive mechanism for perceiving the characteristics of others. Wrote the study's authors. Mm, I don't know if I feel how I feel about that one. I feel like you could tell like some gay people, but not all. You know what I'm saying? I think. It, I think if you can tell somebody's gay you can tell they're gay, but like there's also probably I don't know, a strong percentage of gay people that you right. can't tell um, unless you like. I think the know.
1: psychologist Kinsey was talking about there there there's a scale of um sexuality. So it's not like a hard like zero or one kind of thing. It's it's a scale, like you know, on a scale of zero ten, zero being straight, ten being gay, you know. Everybody lies on a scale mm-hmm. You know But I don't think that, you might be one Lance you might be two I might be zero You know five or, You know Yeah but I don't think There's I could, a scale out there
0: So I don't think a ten necessarily Means that he's like um, I don't know Titus from Kimmy Schmidt You know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I think I don't know uh, I don't know how I feel About that one Okay says so they can tell If you're smart And uh, the picture they use Is an Asian woman in glasses So way to go Story checks out Business insight. There's <laughs> a 2007 study By Loyola University found that looking your conversation partner in the eye was huge for your perceived smartness. Hmm. That's interesting. They can tell if you're uh, promiscuous. They show a picture of Angelina Jolie's uh, back tattoo. <laughs> they can tell if you're dominant. Hmm. You think you can tell somebody's dominant from their uh, just looking at them?
1: Yeah. What about us? I mean, I agree with most of all the stuff so far. I, I think we always make an, an assessment of somebody. Whether or not we're 100% confident with our assessment is one thing, but... Yeah, yeah first
0: nine seconds we, I, I've made an assessment of
1: all those things dominance dominance I feel like
0: yeah. I probably I think it's kind of a vibe you can kind of get a, an energy yeah. a strong energy from somebody how they stand straight up shoulders back yeah which is posture. funny because like, I, I read a book on that so like when I'm in a meeting or whatever mm-hmm. and I want to kind of do it I actively do the things they say you're supposed to do to like exude power or whatever yeah like I of. do that yeah that would be a good topic to talk about yeah okay exuding
2: power put, put it
1: on the list that's yeah. a good Captain all done man just look at me
0: <laughs> full streamer head <laughs> uh, if you're successful, if you're on your way to a promotion, if you're adventurous, and um, yeah, there you go, there you go, uh, adventurous, since that's Johnny's uh, Facebook profile. Do, the, do you, <laughs> when, when you
2: meet a person, you don't cognitively think about any of this stuff, do you?
0: No, uh,
1: unless
2: it's an extreme end of one of these
1: things. Like, if they look extremely so untrustworthy, uh, like, ooh, yeah. super untrustworthy,
2: don't trust them. Them okay. with whatever Or you know. see Indian and Jones, you're like, that's pretty adventurous. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, a, a good it says here uh that the study found that men wearing Whips. a <laughs> whip on, <laughs> on their hip <laughs> tend to be more adventurous. Okay. Uh also young Asian sidekick, a uh, good indicator of adventurous adventurousness. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones. I like that guy. What wonder he looks like now. He's probably what, forty now? Jeez Louise. Because there's a force like 90. Anyway, all right, so uh, <laughs> that's the hot take news.
1: <laughs> for all of us here at
0: News Center 4, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. I <laughs> will right, we'll be back after this.
2: Hello and welcome to the Hunter Show. I'm Bo. I'm Lance. I'm Johnny. And thanks for joining us, guys. I kind of wanted to talk about, uh, I haven't done a segment in a while. Right. we miss you man oh, we yeah. missed you yep and so I was looking up things that interest me and I started thinking about you know things that I could bring to the group that we kind of wrestle yeah, with yeah. and discuss some more oh, I'm already excited for this topic Johnny stood
1: up uh, oh yeah I gotta get ready for this one You're well ready? this Go.
2: one's not too exciting this get is kind of a you know a I kind of like to start a, a baseline thing wait how a sizzle so <laughs> <laughs> yes it is Um So one of the things I was thinking about bringing up was things like, you know, is competition inherently good? Uh, Are, uh, you know, we we bound by certain uh, morals and principles. Right. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking, okay, what are uh, some of the basics of morals and principles? Okay. And I just wanted to to uh, bring up to you guys. um, Let let it just be said on the outset that I think
0: I'm going to be the best at this segment. (laughs) It's
2: it's 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 half almost, you know, just kind of knowledge but so i looked up uh from the university of san diego there's a, a great article
0: yes it's, it's the yale of california
2: it is the <laughs> <laughs> it's my hometown and uh they put out i don't know actually who the who the author is they they put out um kind of a hit list of what is the top um seven moral theories oh, Okay. right and so i kind of wanted to go through these guys with you and kind of you, you can you can get your take and uh kind of go down. I didn't get a chance to deep dive into these things. I think some of them are more interesting than others. Uh, But the first one, uh, first we'll talk about kind of morality is a system through which we determine right and wrong, right? Uh, And ethics is the philosophical study of morality. And ethics and morals are kind of relatively interchangeable. A lot of people will say morals is, you know, person-based and ethics is kind of community or or social-based. I guess. Yeah. So Hmm. I like it. uh, And then you, a moral theory, uh, can explain why a certain act is wrong, and uh, can also act as a framework which we can think and discuss in a reasoned way. Right. So if we if we come with a moral framework, then we can kind of better uh, reason through what is what is the right and the wrong thing to do in a certain situation.
0: The categorical imperative. Uh,
2: That's uh, the actual thing that'll come down later. Um, uh, Example to evaluate the moral issue of affirmative action. You know, this is just an example. We must oh, not. Uh, att- it's good. Next, let <laughs> We so you must not uh, attempt to evaluate what policies are right and wrong, independent of how you determine uh, what we what we take to determine right and wrong. So, when okay, you wait, say wait. So
0: you, you must you can't say a policy is right or wrong without looking at it through the lens of the ethics of it. So okay. you,
2: it's it's almost like you say something like, your action is is right. Well, why do you def- why do you say well, what is right, you mm. know, kind of thing? So you kind of have to not only think about the issue, but you kind of have to say, you know, how I define right. Okay. You know how I come up with right. Okay. Uh, and it kind of comes up with some questions that I thought was kind of interesting. You know, moral theories, descriptive or prescriptive, right? And so this is kind of a philosophical thing. So does do we look at people's actions and then describe in post, you know, post analysis, you know, their moral, what, what morals they, they've used? Or do we say something like, okay, this is what you ought to do?
0: Uh, I do that first thing. Okay. <laughs> All time. so All day, every day.
2: Yeah. So in like applied morals or ethics, you, it's more prescriptive and a descriptive is, according to this person, usually if you for like anthropologist or socialist or something like that. Yeah, right? And I'm,
0: I'm usually applying them. Yeah. So as I'm judging people for <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, so here's the uh, the theories of morality as written by this person. And there's 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 another one um that this is one of these is kind of a subset of um but I I I think it's kind of a general top uh, general one and I didn't get a chance to put this into my little write-up. Moral subjectivism. Okay. So it means it's just a quick blurb right and wrong is determined by uh what you the subject uh think is right or wrong. So essentially if you think something is right then it is right. If you think something uh, is wrong then it is wrong.
0: So basically saying that my personal beliefs are the absolute right beliefs. Yes. Okay. I've been accused of this. <laughs> yeah.
2: And so it's it's kind of a um uh, uh, there's there's a let's see. It is it is fraught with uh, some uh, contradictions, right? Cuz essentially you can never be wrong. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You know. Sounds familiar. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> everything is right according to you. You
0: know what? One time I did think I was wrong, but it turns out I was wrong.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, the next one, uh, cultural. Wait, 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 so okay. What are we supposed to do with the first one? It's are we supposed to
1: wrestle with that first point there? Or are we agreeing with it automatically, or are we building up to it something? Well,
2: we got to You're not up. building up to it. Yeah. So this is this is... Me just telling you these are the different theories, right? And then you can ascribe yourself to a certain one. You can. So I get to choose uh, between one of the seven. Well, you know, I was thinking about it as I was reading it, I, I don't think it's that cut and dry. At least personally, I don't ascribe to. If just one sticks
0: one. out to you while he's describing them, then then maybe uh, speak up. Where yeah, it,
2: I mean, I
1: guess I'm trying to understand. What, what is the author's point? Is the author saying, hey, there are seven. Types of moral ethic personalities, and any person can fit within any one of these or multiple of them. Is is he trying to generalize and categorize people? Is that what the point of this thing is? Uh, so the I'm trying point, to understand what the
2: yeah. So the point would be not to. I think it's more of a, like an informational thing. Like these are how if you're an academics, right? You
0: I am academics. You're
2: academic. <laughs> you uh, categorize uh, the types of philosophy that are throughout the ages, you know. You know, and in, in, in people's attempt to become to create the most or I guess to decide what is most right, these are the things that they have said. And so if you have read this body of uh literature and then you uh you know, as humans do categorize things, you would say, well this person believes that, you know, if you think that it's right, then it's right. That would be a a moral subjectivism. Okay. And that's just I guess just a fancy word of how they call it. Next one uh, would be cultural relativism. Relativism. It's essentially like, um, it's kind of like moral subjectivism, but uh, you, you, what is right and wrong is ascribed to the culture, your reference culture. So whatever your culture that you're part of.
0: Oh, like how when people try to say, um, the slavery wasn't so bad because it was just what they did back then. Yes. Yes. Okay. I don't
2: like this one. (laughs) Okay. So that's cultural relativism. Okay, then there's ethical egoism. Right. right and wrong is determined by what is in your self-interest. Or it is uh or is it is immoral, is immoral it to act contrary to your self-interest.
0: It is immoral to act contrary to your self-interest. Yes. This is called the art of the deal. <laughs>
2: so, uh so this is probably the one that I think I personally think that uh, other m- ethics kind of evolve from. Um but uh you know, I don't no, 100%. All right. Then there's divine command theory. And this is kind of the ethics that probably have has happened, um, what is it, uh, I, I would say from 50 years ago to 2,000 years ago. You know, God says, do this, you do
0: this. Why well, how would you look into 50 years ago? What about like yeah, the now. Inquisition?
2: <laughs> the Inquisition? Well, I'm thinking, I don't know, when... It when, um, still happens today. Yeah, okay, I would say. Uh, yeah. Pop
1: culture artists, they do something, they do it. Drake says, go dance outside of your car while was still
2: moving down the street. People do it. Well, like, I guess no. I, I don't know if that's really divine command theory, but I guess that, that fits. kind of fits. Yeah. What's the definition again? Uh, There's no morality without God.
0: What's that got to do with Drake?
2: Well, Drake is a sense of a strong character <laughs> like a God, right?
0: I thought Eminem was the rap guy.
2: Also, it is permissible if God does
0: not command that to be done. So yeah, but but the Bible's like uh, kill kill somebody for eating shellfish, and also uh, yeah. yeah.
1: But but then the point there is, if some person you look up to, some idol, some god, some somebody you worship, somebody you put up on a pedestal, mm-hmm. say something, you do it without question, even mm-hmm. though you feel like it's against
0: some personal wrong. Yeah, that's true. That's a uh, now you get the uh, the old uh, I don't know beach house full of dead cult members. Yeah. So yep. yeah. Uh, next
2: one would be virtue ethics. Uh, right and wrong are characterized in terms of acting in accordance with traditional virtues. This is. More or less, kind of classical. What is it uh, like? If you're talking about like Aristotle and Plato and stuff, mm-hmm. they weren't really uh, so enamored with, you know, the decisions of right and wrong. They their main goal was, you know, what is the happiest life? What is gives you the most ha- happiness? And so they kind of uh, their traditional values that they espouse were, you know, wisdom, courage, justice, and temperance. And then they would try to reason about and say, if you live by these principles by um, going f- more towards wisdom getting more courage, more justice, more temperance, then you would be a happier person and you are a more virtuous person. And so thus you make righter decisions.
0: It's like I'm down with more justice. I'm down with more, maybe more courage. That temperance one, you kind of lose me. (laughs) 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 I think... And wisdom, I'm down for more wisdom. All right. But if you, you know, you spend a couple yeah. of your young years without that temperance, you get some wisdom. Assuming you make it through. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: All right. So uh, next is feminist ethics, mm-hmm. right? Next. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, this one I thought was actually kind of interesting. Um, right and wrong is found in women's responses to the relationship of caring. Um, it, it's kind of a response that other uh, moral theories are masculine right so they they kind of relate individualism to masculinity right and so uh w- the interesting thing that they said is uh we need to think of the self as at least partly constructed by social relations right so you are not only you you are you plus me and johnny and whoever
0: I, well, that's interesting that, that would be couched in feminism like i mean i i yeah so i thought that, that was in, that's that's kind of the interesting thing yeah i can see that on 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 average that the a woman probably thinks about the community or at least outside of herself more yeah. than the average dude does but to like have that be the essence of the feminist ethical thought as opposed to like i don't know some other more innately feminine thing is interesting yeah. uh but you know as those theories go i think that's probably one of the ones i latch on to most so far cuz i think we do need to account for you know yep. fellow man more
2: and there was uh, a lot of the others i guess theories of moral and ethicals um morals and ethics um this one is grounded in sympathy and love or moral emotions mm. so i, th- I thought that's kind of cool you know it's not just um birkenstocks and <laughs> subarus and <laughs> subarus yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, so then it gets to um the probably the two most popular ones right there's uh utilitarianism oh yeah yeah right uh so this is i remember per- this one from class yeah so this is the one that kind of they spend been the most on this is um determine uh right and wrong is determined by the overall goodness of the consequence of an action so
0: maximizing the most good for the most people yes means that is the right thing to do
2: modern versions of utilities want to maximize satisfaction of all relevant people all previous was like uh mm, global I feel happiness like it's doing a lot of work <laughs> you know so what makes most people most happy right? mm. I. I uh, and it kind of gets broken into action utilitarianism, which is looked at a specific action and then rule, which is utilitarianism, which is what rules can we, can society follow to, you oh. know, hmm. and hmm. the rule of utilitarianism, it's, it's supposed to hopefully get rid of the argument that like, uh, we can, we can knock on these, this small group of people because that'll make everybody else happy. You know, um, uh, some notes, no action is intrinsically right or wrong utilitarianism, right? Uh, No person's preferences carry a greater weight than any others. That was kind of an interesting thing. Usually you cannot know the results of actions. Uh, You have to use uh, rules of thumb. And uh, the democratic economic principles usually reflect utilitarianism. Good point, Bo. Yep. <laughs> so that's uh, the last one. Uh, this is uh, what they call a. Oh man, I, I'm going to script the word. It's like deontological or something like that. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> but it's, it's Kantian theory. Uh, right and wrong is determined by rationality, uh, giving universal duties. Uh, Kant is Yeah, <laughs> is a non consequential moral theory. So what what Kant what uh, uh, Kantian theory basically is is you you come up with a maxim right you come up with something that you say this I used is to have a subscription <laughs> <laughs> this is this is always right or always wrong so you say something like um uh, lying is wrong right
0: yeah well we went over this a couple of episodes back okay.
2: <laughs> and so if lying is one of your maximums if you if lying is wrong for uh, is one of your maximums then no matter the situation if you lie it is wrong mm-hmm. so if you you know you're in 1940s germany right and then the Nazi soldier comes up to you and they're like, you got people hiding in your closet. And if you do and you lie, you know, that is ethically and morally wrong.
0: Ah, yes, yes, yes. So that's uh, it breaks down real, real easily, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I think that's a pretty good example on, on yep. why that system doesn't work. Uh,
2: there's uh, two more, actually. Uh, there's rights-based theory. Uh, we are acted in accordance with moral rights, which we possess by being human. Uh-huh. um okay. who decides those <laughs> and uh contractionarianism <laughs> contraction, nar- contraction. Uh, the principles of right and wrong are those which everyone society agree upon in forming a social contract so that's those are the the types of frameworks that uh going forward and if you're thinking about right and wrong decisions that I will try to bring to light uh, or at least understand more uh, so that whenever you come up with these hard questions, right, where there isn't a real right, or wrong answer.
0: Yeah, there's, I mean, just whatever I seem to be leaning towards.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's go with that. That you temperament, man. Temperament. <laughs> temper, temper, that you can use to, uh, I guess, help come up with the correct answer. Okay,
0: so from ethics class in college. uh, And this is pretty much just like a teaser for ethics class. You know? Yeah, I don't remember how much of it because I cheated through most of ethics class. But um I seem to recall the thing that stuck out to me was um the categorical imperative which I, which I brought up.
2: That's uh from Kantian theory. That's that's pretty much yeah. the maxim. You, okay. you have you create a categorical imperative and it 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 is your
0: baseline. Okay so, so I'm going to try to quote it from memory. Okay. Okay so it's uh <clears throat> it's like uh, act only according to that maxim by which the maximum wait act only according to that maxim by which if everybody acted the same way it would create the maximum satisfaction. Okay. Okay. So here it is.
2: Yep. <laughs> well, so the the thought I was looking at this and I was trying to, to figure this. Yeah, okay, find it. I find okay. It. Go ahead.
0: Says so um, act only according to that maxim whereby you can, at the same time, will that it should become a universal law. Yep. That's the categorical imperative, as I remember it from ethics class. So it's like only do things that if everybody did the same thing, it would be fine, or it would be a good thing for society. So, The Purge. What? No. <laughs> that's like the worst example.
1: <laughs> There's an example, though. No, but if everybody is,
0: killed everybody, then, then there would be no people left. Oh, we're talking about
1: the, the movie The Purge, where one day a year, Americans are allowed to go out and commit any crimes they want and not have any repercussions. No,
0: that's no laws versus universal law. So, it would well, We're be talking like,
1: morals and ethics here. Yeah.
0: No, that's- do you see what he's saying? This, is, this seems way off to
2: me. Yeah, but uh, I would probably put it more in a cultural relativism.
0: Then. Well, that yeah, it's cultural because it's like yeah.
2: we have a culture of letting be cool, killing people on Thursday. If everybody did it, then I guess there is no way to have any relativism because there's only one culture. Right.
1: That—that's the culture. I'm lost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got all that complex crap up until this. <laughs> until Johnny brings up the purge, where did you go, Johnny? Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> you lose me? Good job, Johnny.
2: And so that was pretty much about as far as I got. Man, well, you, well, you can't yeah. do
0: any better than that. No, Oh, hey, okay. So thanks, Bo. Did we have a name for this segment? Um, Bo's uh, Bo- string of rants.
2: Bo knows. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: to get a theme song for it.
2: Yeah, Bo's rants. I <laughs> 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 tell you about random facts. All right, edit that out. All right. <laughs> yeah,
0: <okay. laughs> All
2: right. So yeah, the next, keep that. Okay. <laughs> I was being quiet. So okay. <laughs> All right.
0: Oh, thanks for thanks glad for listening. You uh, please uh, check us out on our Patreon page, Johnny.
1: Patreon.com dot slash junto show.
0: Uh, please leave us a five star review on iTunes or in iTunes and whatever other uh, podcast app you found us that where you can leave a review. If you can, please leave us five stars. If you think we're a four star podcast, that's great. You can write that underneath your five star review. And uh, until then, we'll be back the next time.